Good evening, team. Welcome to a special Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. Why is it special? It's special because we are keeping all of the sports highlights strictly local to show some love to our incredible home athletes. We'll start with the Hong Kong men's rugby 15s team. They were 80 minutes away from qualifying for the Rugby World Cup in Paris 2023, which would have been incredible. Hong Kong took on Tonga, who are ranked 16th in the world at the 10,000-seat Sunshine Coast Stadium north of Brisbane. Unfortunately, Tonga are the team to advance to next year's Rugby World Cup in France. They won 44-22 over our men in the final of the Asia-Pacific qualifying tournament. Tonga will play in Pool B in France with defending champion South Africa, number one ranked Ireland, Scotland and Romania. But Hong Kong's dreams aren't over. We can still qualify for France via a second chance repercharge tournament in Dubai in November. Hong Kong tennis star Coleman Wong has returned to home soil. He had an incredible start of the year winning the boys' double championships at both the US Open and the Australian Open. Coleman now wants to represent Hong Kong in the 2024 Olympic Games. The 18-year-old is also the first Hong Kong tennis player to enter the quarterfinals of the boys' singles at Wimbledon. Speaking at a recent media sharing session, Wong said he's expecting more challenges ahead as he transitions from junior tournaments to the professional circuit. This is what I dreamed of since I started playing tennis. I just thought of playing tennis for Hong Kong and be the first ever Hong Konger to do it. Keep it up, Coleman. We love you. Hong Kong won their second medal at the World Fencing Championships in Cairo via Edward Chung-Kar-Long. Our Olympic hero took bronze in the men's individual foil to give the SAR its best ever results in the event. The world number one took the final six points to win his quarterfinal bout and was up against world number three, Tommaso Marini, in the semi-finals. The contest finished 15-12 in favour of the Italian, who went on to win silver. The Frenchman Enzo Lefort took gold. The other bronze medal came from Vivian Kong, who reached the podium in the women's epee. This week we are joined by Alex Allen. He is a former Scotland international rugby player and current scrum coach of the men's national rugby team, as well as the Hong Kong Scottish head coach. He joins us via Zoom from his quarantine hotel. Alex, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me on. Very excited to have you. How is quarantine? Yeah, it's not too bad. The food's uh, delicious, so uh, now I'm enjoying a bit of peace and just sort of uh, gathering myself after a, a busy few weeks. Good man. Looking forward to getting into that. But before we do, we like to do some some quick fire question. So answer as fast as you can. Okay. Favorite sports star of all time? Oh, uh, Alan Jacobson. Pizza or donut? Pizza. Favorite place you've ever played? Murrayfield. Pre-match meal? Spaghetti bolognese. Favourite sport that's not rugby? Tennis. Are you a singer or a dancer? Neither. Sing. <laughs> I, I, I sing more than I dance, but I'm terrible at both. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Good man. Alex, just give us a, a, a brief rundown of, I guess, what you do day-to-day these days. It's quite varied, to be honest. At the minute, we're, we've just been out of season with uh, with the rugby, so a lot of that was has been doing the recruitment and sort of helping players off the pitch and and uh you know with their their ambitions away from rugby um, yeah. and help, helping guys settle into hong kong and then as we move through pre-season it's been writing programs and and 
getting those guys up to fitness, um, as we'll do we'll do so with the club as it's coming into pre-season next week with Hong Kong Scottish. So, and then into the into the season, we're we're obviously coaching on on the evenings, and then a lot of the a lot of the other time spent analysing the opposition, looking over moves, and looking over what other teams are doing around the world, and seeing if we can implement it, uh, and then planning planning for the game and and selecting the team. Very good, and hopefully winning matches. And hopefully winning matches, as always. Now, I do want to talk about the men's team, uh, the national team. You've just been on tour to play two matches, which was, I'm sure, a thrilling and exciting trip. But you've you've played at the highest level, so I do want to touch on, on your career. When you were a child, with regards to sport and in school, from primary school, should we say, was it rugby from the get-go or did you play other sports as well? No, I, I played various other sports. Not that I was any any good at them, but um, yeah, I, I was keen on football and tennis. I played a lot of tennis. Uh, tried to play a bit of cricket, but not very good at that. But I was always very competitive. So um, throw a ball in the mix, and I was I was keen to to you know see what see what I could do with it. So mostly team sports. I've always really enjoyed team sports, playing with others. For sure, yeah. What, what about um, perhaps some influences in your life? Have you got any siblings or, or were your, your father or parents keen on sport? No, um, it was my mum that first took me down to down to rugby. Uh, I probably come from quite a unsporty background. Um, I think she was just wanting me to burn off a bit of extra energy. Uh, so she took me down the first week and then I think my dad took me down the second week and, and he decided he quite enjoyed the, the rugby club atmosphere for himself in terms of you know, basically being able to throw me into a into a session and going and sitting in the clubhouse and having a, a couple of beers. So um, that sort of became the norm that it was his excuse to a a get get me out of the house and get himself out of the house as well. So I think it all started from there. I didn't really have much of a choice choice with it, but I was fortunate enough to have some some really good coaches um, right from the off. Um, so yeah, I played at Harrogate Rugby Club uh, back in Yorkshire and. And both of them were absolute, uh, absolute great coaches, and I learned a lot from both of them. When you started playing, did, you know, did, did you have aspirations of going on to play high-level rugby? You know, when did that happen for you? Um, no, I, I didn't really think too much about it. I just really enjoyed being out there, and to be honest, I never even, you know, focused too much on you know the games on the TV or anything like that. I just really enjoyed. Uh, being with my mates, kicking that ball around, and to be honest, that was that was my whole world was on that rugby pitch. So I, I wasn't really thinking too much outside my little bubble. Yeah. Uh, when did you, I guess, start to then progress towards? You know, you've you've played for for the the Scotland national team. What, what was the the progression from? You know, just I guess junior rugby at seven years old towards the performance teams, if you like. Yeah. So I then after Harrogate, I um, or. During, I then moved to a senior school called Sebra School. Um, there's there's a lot of a lot of guys from Hong Kong actually go to Sebra School. It's a it's a big rugby boarding school uh, from the north of England. And at that sort of stage, I was then involved with various academies. Um, and sort of that that's when a few teams started showing interest uh, in me. And I, and as I finished, we had we had a lot of success as a school team. As I finished, I was offered a few. Uh, a few academy contracts, but I decided it wasn't the route and, and the timing for me. I, I really wanted to go down that uni pathway, uh, so I headed off to Loughborough. Um, and there's there's a lot of very good players there as well. I was very fortunate in the, in the setup that they've got. Uh, and then from from that, I then got the got an opportunity to to play up in in Edinburgh. But all that sort of last few years, I'd been playing 
uh, Scotland age group as well um, through my father who's Scottish so um, yeah I played all, all, the, all the way through the, the Scotland rugby pathway um, and, and yeah just sort of anyone that was willing to let, let me have a crack I was I was there and kicking the ball around. Good man. Let's let's fast forward a little bit. What was what was our first cap like and the the lead up to it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it came as a bit of a shock to be honest. I was uh, I was still an academy player just towards the end. Uh, so I was I just turned twenty two and just sort of coming towards the end of my academy contract and went over across to play uh, USA in um, in Texas in Houston and it was, it was yeah it was pretty amazing to be honest. There's quite a few of us got capped that that game uh there's about five of us in Google so so yeah no it was, it was an unbelievable day for me and it came off I'd, I'd actually been injured towards the end of the season I'd, I'd had a shoulder uh surgery and then sort of the week before I was uh told that I might be going away on tour but I needed to get some game time so they actually told me to go back to my the club that I was loaned out to at the time which was Edinburgh Ackies. um and they their season had finished but they had they had a sevens game on so uh, they sort of said, "Well, you've not been training, doing any sevens with us, but you know you can go and uh, you just go and join our third team." So they were playing uh, Musselburgh sevens away. So I ended up playing the week before I got my Scotland debut against, uh, or maybe two two weeks before I got my Scotland debut at, uh, in the US. I was actually playing uh, for Edinburgh third team in the Musselburgh seven. <laughs> it, was a, it was a strange one, but no, I really enjoyed it. It was, a, it was an amazing tour, and I learned, I learned a lot of that first exposure. Thank you, Alex. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. Max Verstappen is pulling away in the Drivers' Championship. He is 63 points ahead. What can Charles Leclerc do to rake it back? This week's Hungarian Grand Prix is my hottest ticket in the world. Have a brilliant weekend. Enjoy the sun. And I'll see you same time, same place next week for your Sports Fix. 